Ebony K. Williams. What's going on? Hey, Hi. good morning. It's Bill and Jessica, Power 1017. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. How are Happy you? Happy New Year. I'm great. Happy New Year, guys. So good to be with you. But yes, absolutely. Uh, you know what? I- I've uh, followed you for years. Um, you know, back when uh, you were on uh, cable news, you know, I remember you from w- WABC. Uh, you- you've done a lot in your career. Congratulations on all your success, first of all. Thank you, darling. I appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I do have to ask you because I was looking up, uh, and we're going to get into your podcast and all that coming up in a second. I do want to mention the Real Housewives, but how did you end up, you know, on Fox News and WABC? And then when I see, you know, other things that you've done, like your politics are totally different from those entities. I got to ask you right away, uh, right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. Let's go to the deep end. Yeah, so I started my career in talk radio. So I answered, how did I end up on Fox News? So I started on talk radio uh, in L.A., KFI AM640, which is also a conservative outlet. You know, it's an interesting thing that I don't have a good answer around in terms of why somebody who is, you know, what are these words even need anymore, right? Liberal, conservative, moderate, whatever. Probably if I had to say uh, moderate at best, maybe a little less than center, whatever. But, I, you know, I started most of my career in staunchly conservative media outlet. And the only thing I could think as to why that happened at KFI, Fox News, and then at WABC Radio in New York, I think that my temperament, my ability to communicate my points of view and based in fact and logic and reason that was different from the majority points of view on those platforms, but it was it was understandable and like worth a conversation. I think I think that's why, um, and I think that that was really successful um, for a long time. And, and not like you know losing your temper, going crazy, talking crazy, you know, or arguing, Correct. fighting, you know. Mm-hmm. So did you feel like like you were an island out out working? You know, like when you were at those outlets, did you feel like you were alone? Or yeah, I I, I did, but it, but you know, it, generally speaking, it felt really kind of comfortable for me, you know, because maybe because my background as an attorney, so I'm used to kind of a, an inherently adversarial process. But a, but but a good legal experience is adversarial, but also like deep in respect and you know discourse. So I enjoy the back and forth. I, I don't enjoy sitting around and looking at a bunch of people that look and sound exactly like myself. I find it boring. Now, some people love it. I think it's utterly boring. It puts me to sleep. So I enjoy the back and forth. I enjoy the exchange. I'm very curious about people and why they think what they think and where it comes from and how they grew up. So, you know, it, for me, it was just really valuable um, being in those spaces. Are you still friends with the people you used to work with and all that? You know, I'm still friendly, very friendly with, like, Megan McCain. I've got, you know, people that are still on air at Fox, Jillian Turner. I mean, but, but, you know, the people that you would think, right? Like Dana Perino. Yeah. You know, I probably won't be getting lunch with Tucker Carlson anytime soon, but, you know. Right, right, right. right. Like what you think. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Now, I, I, I was just curious because, you know, I, I have, you know, kind of like st- – kind of stepped away but i still follow it you know uh politics Mm -hmm. after you know the whole election you know debacle in 2020 and you know uh, i mean Mm -hmm. you know the country got real crazy 
for a while. I just had to like step away, and now we just talk about the circus that goes on, and just you know. But so happy that it has calmed, you know. So I, I don't know. I, I kind of stepped away from politics for a while, and uh, I just wondering how, how you dealt with it. I did too, because you yeah, were so good at it. Same reason. It was. It was- it kind of seeps into your own spirit, right? And it's like I kind of needed a break, hence the housewives of it all. And then, you know, that kind of all played out real crazy, too. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know that we can get away from the crazy. But, well, that's the lesson. I also know you're a uh, reality TV junkie. I've heard you say that a couple times. Um, you're on the Real Housewives of New York. Um, you know, is, is that show still uh, still going? Or are you still, uh, you know, making new episodes of that show? No, so that show is on hiatus, and it's been on hiatus for, oh gosh, almost two years now, which is unprecedented. And listen, I think it's a result of what you just described. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, with myself and castmates that, you know, generally speaking, came from very different, just forget the politics, right? Because it wasn't just like Republican, it was just like different worlds. We came from different worlds. Yeah. Different social perspectives, right? And, And I think it just got... We were just too far apart, frankly, in, in, in our lived experiences as women in New York. And you can't do a show like that, like that. I was watching. I was. I was watching a clip of you and uh, someone else from the show. And you uh, sat down, and you guys were having a glass of wine. She invited you over her house, and you said, "Hey, um, so yeah. let's talk about the state of politics right now. How about Kamala Harris? I think it's so wonderful. You know, we finally get a female, you know, vice president. You have daughters or whatever." And she like got all triggered. I, I was laughing. I thought that was great. <laughs> well, it was. It was kind of hilarious. Yes. Because, you know, and then they cut this part out, which you know, there's only so much room on TV. And she was like, well, you know, would you be saying that if it was Sarah Palin? I said, hell yeah. Like, listen, Sarah Palin, Geraldine Ferrino, um, you know, any woman, if I don't have to agree with every policy point you make to feel proud of the representation. That was the point I was making. Right. Right. Um, you know, Nikki Haley, I mean, you know, I've just interviewed Nikki Haley. You know, it's just like that's just a cool thing to see. Now, then we can debate the merits of the issues. But generally speaking, that's pretty cool to see a woman in, you know, in the White House. Well, anyway, that, Ramona freaked out. That just brought up her own apartment, which was hilarious, and it was all very ridiculous. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you know, her her asking you if you would have thought the same way with Sarah Palin just brought up the whole her whole mindset and the way she was thinking anyway. Because what difference does it make? Exactly. Why she got to say Sarah Palin? Like, come on, you know. Yeah. So, well, but I anyway. Know, but it showed how much she didn't know me. Right, right. I think right. she was expecting me to freak out. It's like, no, like, you gotta respect the hustle of Sarah Palin. Whatever you think about her, to go from, like, Podunk, Alaska to a heartbeat away from the presidency, that is some gangster stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this, this is, you know, you're so great uh, being able in, in your temperament and in the way that you talk about things and the way you look at things. we got to have you on. I can talk to you for an hour. All right, so real quick, uh, yeah. now let's promote your podcast. Uh, <laughs> your, your Webby-nominated... Right, right. Your Webby nominated podcast, Holding Court with Ebony K. Williams. For people who have not heard it yet, people who are interested, give us a rundown. Tell us. Tell us all about it. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's it's fun. Uh, Holding Court is all about legal headlines, legal issues of the day, um, figuring out, you know, what uh, is really meant behind the headline. We hear these terms, right? Child support, custody. 
um, you know, separation agreement, uh, probation. What, what, what does that even mean? So on the show, we break it down into the minutia, the nitty-gritty, so people can understand it, and then apply it, right, to their own everyday lives. This stuff that we see celebrities go through, believe it or not, is so applicable to, to everyday people. It might be Jay-Z suing Bacardi, uh, Bacardi rather, for, um, you know, $100 million for breach of contract. How many of us in our everyday lives, mom and pop businesses, small businesses, landlord, tenant leases, we got to deal with similar issues, you know? So if you can learn something on holding court that Jay-Z is going through or Nike and Kyrie Irving or whatever, and then apply it and, and have a better outcome, that's the goal of the show. And also to laugh and, like, really have a good time with me and my co-host, Dustin Ross. Because we're a good time. Right, absolutely. Again, uh, Ebony K. Williams holding court. Uh, and, of course, the podcast is available everywhere, right? All, all major platforms? All platforms. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. All right, very good. Ebony, if people want to follow you on social media, how can they do that? Please follow me on Instagram, Ebony K. Williams, E-B-O-N-I-K Williams. And I'm, there, I'm here all day, people. You're the best. Awesome. You're the best. Thank I want to have you back on for sure. I'm going to try to hit you up so I can get yeah, you on longer. great. Thank you. You have a great day. Thanks, guys. Happy New Year. You too. Power 1017 is honoring great.